0: This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living.
1: Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. This week, I get to discuss La Dolce Vita, which translates to mean the sweet life. Joining me this week is Robert Murgatroyd, who is speaking to us all the way from Florence, Italy. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here today.
0: You are so welcome. I'm excited to do this.
1: So what some listeners may not know is that both my parents were born in Italy, but they met here in Canada since they both emigrated here, like in the late fifties, but I'm pretty fluent in Italian and I'm really, really proud of my roots. But your story is so interesting and I'm thrilled to share it here on the wellness prescription. So you decided to move to Italy. What was your motivation?
0: I did 25 years uh, in New York and then I did 25 more in Atlanta and I have great-grandparents that came from Naples, and deep inside, literally, my, uh, my DNA um, is Italy. And I spent a lot of years, as it sounds like you did, uh, traveling back and forth here, and I just started to notice that there is a different way of life here than I was living in the States, and I found myself... Um, getting lost in keeping up with the Joneses in the States and trying to, you know, get a nicer house, a nicer car, more money, things like that. And none of those things were, were really making a dent and making me happier. But I always felt great. <laughs> no, matter, no matter what, every time I had a gelato in my hand and I walked on the streets and uh, here in Florence where I live, I just felt great. And there had to be something in that for me.
1: And I sympathize with that. I was just back in Italy this past summer, spent some time in Florence, which is oh, like for me, all of the cities are beautiful, but there's something about Florence. But what I love that you say on your social media is that living in Italy is not just living in a postcard. It's a total life upgrade. So what do you mean by that?
0: Well, look, you know, we're not... um, we're not robots we're human beings and we're designed to have certain features inside of us Um, community and health and love and joy and happiness and we're not just made to be working all the time we're made to live and when you live in an environment i know a lot of people come visit italy but when you actually live here you realize that it is a total life, a, a total life upgrade from the food to the community to the neighborhood. Just walking down the streets, hearing the sounds of church bells, reminding you of time going by. Um, walking in the footsteps that Leonardo da Vinci and uh, Michelangelo did, um, and you start to notice that things that. let's call them like, you know, you're in the the medical field or the chiropractic field. So you understand, you know, hard, hard targets, right? You've got like baseline things, your blood pressure, your, you know, you got a blood test, your complete blood counts, et cetera. Those are like, you know, hard targets, but there's also soft targets. You know, how do you rate what it feels like when you're truly in a community? How do you rate what it feels like to be surrounded by art? in history how do you rate what it feels like to be in a culture that has been continuously going for 3000 years and has been through everything you know the spanish invading the french invading the bubonic plague world war one world war two and it goes on and on and on and eventually they hit a point where they came out of the dark ages and they said you know uh, you speak italian so basta enough um it's time to live And they stepped into a renaissance, um, you know, 400 years ago where they just decided to move into this thing that they call humanism. And humanism is about valuing what it means to be human and it's food and it's art and it's culture and it's wine and it's conversation. And none of those things are work. They're all about living. And so all of those things combined is a total life upgrade.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. And I like the whole wine and wine and wine. There's something to be said about living to work or work to live. Um, And I feel like the Italian culture has really, really understood that and has really, you know, kind of coined the whole, we don't live to work. You know, we work so we can live, but our whole culture and our whole being is about our community and just seeing art every day, just walking down the street in Florence and seeing the Uffizi or seeing, you know, a statue of David. I mean, it's incredible what it does for our mind. And that's one of the things we're missing here in North America. As much as you're, you know, originally from the U.S., I'm in Canada, there's something to be said about that, which is why I wanted to talk to you about that. When it comes to food, I mean, here in North America or in Canada, I'm trying to avoid gluten. I'm trying to avoid eating too much dairy. When I'm in Italy, I'm eating gelato every day. I'm having a piece of tiramisu every day. What is the difference between what we're eating there and what we eat in North America? And how is everyone so healthy there?
0: There are certain things that just don't meet the EU standards. And um, there was a time where they they had a, a problem in Italy Um, a lot of the cows were sick and they were trying to get more meat over from the States. They didn't even accept the meat from the States because it didn't meet their criteria. They had to go to other countries. You have to unwind everything, right? So if you unwind it, everything comes back to money. You got to find, you got to follow the money, right? Big pharma, big food, all of those things. So when you're living in a place that doesn't have that at that level, and they're not mon- they're not monetizing food as a commodity in that way, then there's no incentive for them to do anything else, but just give you the best. And so you get the best tomatoes. You don't get them, you know, filled with, you know, when we say something is free range in the States, you know, they're, they're moving in a box, you know, I'm putting my hands together the size of my microphone here. That, that's not free range. Here, it's actually free range. Um, So whether you're drinking wine that isn't pumped up with sulfites that give you a hangover the next day, or you're eating gelato that's made with three ingredients and not like 57, like you look on the back of an ice cream box, or you're eating meat that meets high-quality EU standards, your your body is just going to react differently. You will process the. There's so many things like with gluten and, and lactose, all of those things. It's a processing that's done completely different here. So it makes sense. I, I now understand it makes sense why people are reacting differently. So all of all of my friends that come here, you know, they come on vacation and like everybody on vacation, they start to slip and they're like. I'm on vacation. I'm going to have the ice cream. I, I normally I would never do it because I'd be, I'm going to be sick, or I'm going to have the, the pasta. And, you know, I normally don't do it because God forbid I have a carb. And they wake up the next morning and they're like, I wasn't hungover. I don't feel disgusting. And I haven't gained the pounds. And I've been here all week. Like, what is the magic that is happening in this country? And then when you really unpeel the onion and you look around, they're not fat. They're thin. I mean, if you walk down the street and you look at the average Italian, it's not Tony Soprano. They're thin. They eat pasta all day long, seven days a week. So it is a completely different way of thinking about food, processing food, consuming food, growing food. Like everything, everything is totally different
1: what i noticed and what i absolutely adore is first one thing portions so in north america we're going to a restaurant and getting a, ordering a plate of pasta and it's enough to feed literally 3 people where in italy you're getting enough to satisfy the pasta craving to taste the flavors to taste you know the truffle and the truffle oil and the parmigiano just enough to satisfy your hunger and your craving for food and it wasn't indulgent. Your desserts don't come on a big, huge plate with three scoops of ice cream. It's just enough to sustain the human body and to appreciate what it tastes like and to appreciate those fine ingredients. You don't leave a restaurant craving more of the bad stuff because you are just filled with such wholesome ingredients that you just feel satisfied.
0: Well, you use the word there. That's right. You're filled with it. So when you eat a bag of Doritos, you're hungry. Do you know what I mean? Like you just, it's, it's hitting that center of the brain that they want it to hit, which is making you addicted to the food. So you just keep buying the bag. But in terms of nutrition, you're, you're not full. So you just want to keep overeating. But when you have, you know, the size of a fist of pasta that's made with like, you know, an egg and flour and water that is high quality. You're full. You couldn't eat the U.S. sized pasta if you if in Italy if you put it in front you'd, you'd hit a point where you got halfway through it and you'd be like enough like I can't eat any more than this. So you know, yes, they have smaller portions, but they have smaller portions because those smaller portions are higher quality that fill you.
1: You are walking to dinner, so you're not getting in an Uber. You're not driving. You're walking to dinner, and you're walking up steep hills. And what impressed my own children, because they're older now to appreciate these things, is they were seeing little nonnas, little grandmas, walking up a hill on a cobblestone road, carrying little, two little grocery bags of whatever they needed for the day. That is, to me, is like the perfect picture of a healthy lifestyle.
0: Yeah, they'll smoke you. I mean like I will walk up the hill and no- Nona and her girlfriend are having a conversation going up I'm I'm sucking wind and they're you know they're they're carrying uh whatever they bought for the day so yeah I mean like you know I don't know if you've ever um messed around with a glucose um a continuous glucose monitor um but it's very interesting what happens when you put one on After you eat, you know, you eat and then all of a sudden, you know, your, your insulin spikes, if you walk that insulin drops, like it's remarkable how that glucose spike just comes down by light movement. There's, there is a, I don't know if it's through the thousands of years of history and they just figured that out. I don't know what it is. But when I'm sitting with somebody at dinner, like tonight I'm going out to dinner, there'll be a point at the end of the dinner where they say, andiamo, we walk, you know, let's go. And so, and they just, they walk and they call it, I mean, you speak Italian, so you know, they call it the passeggiata, right? So they just go out for that walk and they know, like they're not, they don't, it's very interesting because... Like when I came here, the first thing I was after was the gym, right? I, I wanna know where the gym was. It's not a thing here. In the States and, you know, North America, we're trying to make up for these things that we're not getting. Like we know intuitively that we need we need to be exercising, but they just move here. So th- like, you know, they're eating less and they're walking more and they know when enough is enough. And th- th- that's the other big part. They have figured out when enough is enough. I was just in Pompeii. They took me, you know, it's thousands of years old, right? They uncovered this city and they took me down and we walked into this room and it was a brothel. And I looked and I went, oh, a 2000 year old brothel. That's interesting. And I looked and they had all these like suggestive positions that one could choose when they were there. And I was talking to the guy and he said, well, before he asked me the question, let me take you into the next room, takes me into the next room. And it's a room where the Romans went to overeat and they ate so much that they threw up and they would eat again. And I was like, God, they really led this decadent life. He said, yes, but it taught them something. They figured out when enough is enough. And they know that you can't, if you go too far on the sex side, it's not good. If you go, you get disease and you die, which is how they all died. And you go into the other room, you overeat, you wind up getting disease and you have an issue there. So history has taught them where the lines are. And when I go out to dinner here, if I have a glass of wine and I'm good, I'll put my hand over the glass and I'll say, you know, like just delicately, I'm good. And they, they get it. Like, it's not like, come on, we're out, let's party. It's not that there's an, there's an innate respect and in knowing that they understand that there are limits to food and there are limits to wine and they respect you within those limits.
1: Well, my kids, 17 and 15, you know, wine in our house at home is like, you know, my dad used to make wine and wine was just served at dinner to everybody. It doesn't matter how old you were. so. When we're in the U.S. or when we're out at restaurants here in Canada, no way. But in Italy, there are four people at a table, four glasses of wine. It didn't matter how old you were. And my kids were looking at me. We're like, yeah, go right ahead. Because they understand that you're not going to take advantage of it. And, you're, and you understand that it's, it's, um, it's a privilege. It's something to enjoy. It's not something to take advantage of. When we come back, Robert Murgatroyd and how he can help you move to Italy. This is The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region.
0: Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region.
1: You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, we were discussing food in Italy, the lifestyle in Italy, and how it is not just living in a postcard, but a total life upgrade. Every experience is either um, you know, eye candy or a culinary experience. And Robert, you have given us all so many reasons why we want to move there. But before we get on to that, there are a couple more questions I have about um, you know, living in Italy, and what it's like to be with the Italians who I so adore. And on one of your posts, you talk about how everybody in Italy kisses, baci, 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 And it's a very strange phenomenon that everybody kisses, men, women, and it's not in a sexual way. It's in a very loving and warm and friendly way. So let's talk about how that worked
0: out for you. <laughs> when I first got here, it's very, very interesting because we come with our onboard programming, right? So I come from the States and, you know, you meet somebody in, in the States and you don't know them and never met them before. You take your hand out and you reach out and you say, it's a pleasure to meet you. And there's a couple of times where I'll take my hand out to go shake and somebody will lean in to kiss me. And there's that awkward, oh, and then they pull back and I pull back. Right. And so you learn sort of like who the Americans are and You know, you're going to be shaking their hands unless the Americans have been living here for a few years and they have now adopted the kiss thing. I live in a building and I have a a wonderful neighbor. And whenever I come downstairs, she's like, ciao, Roberto. And she like the first time she went over to kiss me, I was like, ah, I thought she was like, like literally trying to kiss me. She was, but you know what I mean? And I was like, oh my God, this is so strange. And then I was like, I'm going to be kissing her now when I see her. Then I go out with my friends and all the guys, you know, we, we have dinner and when we leave, everybody gets a kiss goodbye, all the men. So this is not something I did in America. Let me tell you, you know, it's the double kiss, right? So now, now I'm trying to go, do I go left first Do I go right first? And every single time I get it wrong, it's always with one of my friend's wives, is always the embarrassing thing. Like she'll, she'll go to her right. I'll go to my left and we'll wind up kissing. They are one kissy culture here. Let me tell you, lots of kissing going on. They, they have love pouring out of their pores. They cannot help it. It is all about family and heart and soul. I didn't realize how much living in the States I thought with my minds and and how little I was connected with my heart. In other words, my mind and my heart were sort of different. If I had to put a percentage on it, I would say like 80% of my day was mental. And maybe with my family, the other 20% was heart. Here, there's a heart-brain cohesion that happens together where they're both in sync with each other, where you're communicating. I don't know how to put it any other way, at a heart level. When I go into the cafe and I order a cafe and they ask me how I'm doing, they really want to know. And they really want to connect with me. And they want to know how Sophia is, my daughter. And they want to know how Gia is, my dog. And they want to know how I'm enjoying Florence. And there's a real connection that creates presence. I can be, I can go on autopilot in the States. I can go into Target, buy, you know, get something off the shelf, check out, get in my car, go to whatever, and not look at anybody in the eye, not talk to anybody. It is impossible here. It's impossible. There is a full out deep connection that uh, that you got to be ready for especially when you are not just a tourist and you're living here and these are people that you see every single day. When I go to get fruit and vegetables in the morning, it's 30 minutes. I mean, I'm having a conversation about tomatoes and burrata that just goes on. And I have had more conversations about freaking olive oil and gelato than I've had in my life. No, you don't get the olive oil there. No, 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 here, here. You know, it's like, and these... And so, none of the conversations are around work. Nothing. They're all around the pieces of life, your family, food. Um, did you see the new exhibit that's coming to, the, to Palazzo Vecchio? This, you know what I mean?
1: It's interesting because whenever I'm there, because I'm actually quite fluent in the language, they don't always know that I'm a tourist because we kind of just integrate. My kids speak very little Italian. They just let me do the, you know, do the talking. Um, and that's one of the things that I love is that even just going to a market or a stand to buy fruit, they talk to you, they help you pick the best, juiciest, you know, apple or the whatever they're selling on the side of the road. And it, it really is a way to make us feel ultimately healthy. And just going back to your point about, you know, how your brain and your heart actually, you know, think together when you're there. It just makes you love that much more. You know, I can't explain it any better than that. If Even if you love your family, when you're in Italy, you love them that much more because you're getting love in return. So that energy that you're putting out is the, and the energy you're getting in, it just, you know, it's exponential. And I think people are just happier there. They're just healthier there. Um, but the one thing that stood out is the fashion. Like, Oh my gosh, everybody walking down the street is a fashion statement. There's no sloppy pajama pants, there's no, you know, dragging your feet on the cobblestone. Everyone is looking sharp.
0: I just I'm laughing because I just went today to pick up a new suit because I'm going out uh to dinner tonight. Um and, you know, look, there's so much to talk about here like you know it, the suit is custom made right but the price that i paid for the custom made suit is basically the same price i pay i would pay if i just bought you know a high quality suit off the rack from a designer let's say something like that they don't mess around from the medicis you know hundreds of years ago in their robes to the catwalks of of milan they take it seriously and you know you know the italian word uh, la bella figura and they take the beautiful form which is what that means To heart, they, not only is it the way you look and present yourself, it's every aspect of how you show up in the world, from the way you're dressed to the way you speak. There's a, as you know, there's a formal tense um, when you speak to somebody that is uh, a doctor, a lawyer, a professional, a teacher, something like that, versus somebody who's a friend. The elderly are treated like golds. Um, which is not something I'm used to in the States. They're revered here. Children are revered here. You know, as far as fashion is concerned, that actually rolls into it because it's it's part of how you show up in the worlds. And it's it's like a respect that you have for them. It's a respect you have for yourself, it's a respect you have for your family. They've got the ability to put something together that we mere mortals just i look like a lollipop kid when i try it just doesn't happen you know like it's the scarf and the thing with the you know it just it's all perfect nothing matches but everything matches everything matches but not but like if you tried to do it you'd be like well that doesn't go with that but it does do you know what i mean because there's a flare there's a, a word um I don't know if you know this word. It's it's called a uh, sprezzatura. It's basically like, what is your unique flair that you're bringing to your thing? Like uh, the CEO of, uh, of Fiat, Agnelli, used to wear his watch um, on outside his uh, cuff. And that was his thing. I had to learn. Like, you know, my last stop was in LA. I lived in pajamas. Do you know? Like I wore shirts and shorts and flip-flops all day. I would never, ever walk out of the house like that. Here,
1: so I could talk about Italy for weeks and weeks and weeks and never get tired of it. But don't have a lot more time on the show. But I want to talk. I want you to be able to tell people about your program. Um, now, although you're, you know, you're living in Florence and you're American, you know, I, there, there's a lot of people who'd be curious to know about the program that you put together if they'd like to join to learn more about it. Give me a little bit of a history on that as well.
0: Look, I started doing, I'm writing a book um, and the book is called I Like You Better in Italy. And the reason why it's called I Like You Better in Italy is I was sitting in LA, we had, I I was a chiropractor, I retired and my wife said, I wanna spend a couple of months living in Europe. So she chose Florence. And so we came here and we just fell in love, but I wanted to go to LA. And I went to LA and, you know, one day she looked at me and she's like, "I, I like you better in Italy. And it set off this dream of, I I know what she means by that. Maybe we could do this. And so I started putting these thoughts into a book. And about halfway through writing this book, you know, I said to my wife, I wonder if anybody cares about this. She said, well, why don't you take these stories that you're writing in the book and put them on social media? So I did. And like the kissing story that we talked about. And I started getting crazy number of views. Like some, some of my videos are in the millions now. And... I started to notice I was getting these questions, and the questions were, "I'm thinking about moving to Italy. How would, how do I do that?" So the attorney who helped us move here, I asked him if he'd be interested in doing a course. So we put a course together to help people who are either in Canada or, or the U.S. or Australia, and lay out for them the different types of visas that are available for them. So we have that um, every year. We do a uh, a trip to Florence. It's a one week trip. It, it the last one sold out in two hours um, and we only do it once a year. So those are the two things that I do. And right now on my social media, you'll you'll see an opt-in um, to get the how to move to Italy course. But basically what it is, is if you've ever thought about moving, it's, it's targeted everywhere from I'm thinking about it, but I have no idea what's involved and I'd like to learn more to people saying, I'm ready. I want to do it. Tell me exactly how to do it. So there's two courses. So, um, but I'm sure you'll link it up in the show notes.
1: Absolutely. And I can't thank you enough for spending time talking with me today about my favorite place. Well, favorite country, Italy. It's my roots. It's who I truly am. And I'm so happy that you're there enjoying it. And you never know, maybe one day I'll be there too. I really enjoyed my time with you and I hope that you have a beautiful day in Italy. And if listeners want to learn more about you and, uh, you know, about your programs, how can they do that?
0: Just call my, um, uh, my Instagram. That's, that's the hub, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you know, it's all, it's all my name. So you put it in the show notes cause it's a weird last name. Um, but it's Rob Murgatroyd. If you want to take a stop, a stab at it. Um, and you can find me all on the socials, telling my, uh, my silly Italian stories.
1: Amazing. And I'll definitely be on that more often. You can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore or my website, claudiamachiela.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. And I hope this helps you live your best life.
0: The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.